Welcome to Authentic Conversation with Kim. It's been raining and cold outside. <laughs> it's been raining and cold. Oh, Lord have mercy. People play too much. like, And I try to balance it out because I know, like, we're these fallen people. I know it. I know it. And I need mercy and I need grace and I extend mercy and I extend grace. And so I really try to balance it because, again, like, what is it? Seven times 70, you forgive. But again, I believe that forgiveness does not mean acceptance. Like, you're forgiven. You are. You're forgiven. But to continuously, like, you want to be a repeat offender. And that's where the line has to be drawn. It just has to be drawn. And so, having the courage to draw the line and to keep it drawn. I know, um, I heard a minister talk about how you have to even stay at least... 10 feet from the line that is drawn so you don't blur it you don't step on the line and sometimes and you saying that people play too much but then you gotta be playing with them right in order for them to feel like they can play you gotta be somewhat doing something that allows them to play their game or whatever it is that they do and so it's like I don't want to play. I don't want to play anymore. (laughs) And I think I've said that before. And I guess I had to check myself. Like, you sure you really don't want to play? It's like, you know, I'm just going to watch. I don't want to play. And so the line has to be drawn. And you got to be 10 feet from the line. And so if you got to, I don't know, get courage to block calls, to walk away, to ignore stuff, to pray even to earnest about it, like whatever it is you gotta do not to play the game, not to be a part of it because I take full responsibility in situations only because I am there you understand what I'm saying? I'm a participant because I'm there if I'm not there, then I'm not a participant and so you know, I excuse myself gracefully. I gracefully bow out because I realize, like, you're going to keep playing. People are going to keep playing because they have somebody to play with. They have somebody there to, um, or they feel to entertain them or to be entertained or whatever it is. And so it's like, nah, I don't want to play anymore. And only because, you know, like, time is precious and, you know, you want to grow. You don't want to keep doing the same thing. And it's not so much because the end of the year is coming, it's a new year, new resolutions and trying to do something different. It's just that, you know, life in and of itself, if this was happening in the middle of the year or whatever, like, it doesn't matter. Like, just stop playing. Stop playing with people's time. Stop playing with people's lives. Stop playing with people's emotions. 
Stop playing. And then you could be like, well, I'm not playing, I'm not playing. But your actions show that you're playing. And so I had to say that because it's like, get out of here. Like, grow up. Either yay or nay. Either I'm going to do it or I'm not going to do it. Either I'm there or I'm not there. But that ambiguity of I'm there, but I'm not. I'm here, but I won't, but I will, but I can't. It's like too much. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I had to tell somebody that the other day. Like, I'm not aiming to cause confusion and have people like, well, what are you doing? No, you know exactly what I'm doing. I'm not playing. (laughs) I'm not playing. Is no confusion because God is not the author of it, of it. And you know that curiosity killed the cat and satisfaction brought it back kind of thing. And no. And again, I think too, you know, you have to you you walk it out. You you get to a place where you finally make decisions and you stick with them. You know, you you're working on it, and that's what we're supposed to be doing. Working on it. And I have to, you know, let up on myself because I could be really, really hard on myself in regards to certain things. And the fact of the matter is if people can, you know, be the way they are, I know I can be the way I am and, you know, be okay with that and working out my situations and working out my decisions and solidifying some things in my life and, again, drawing the line as to these are non-negotiables this is not what we're doing and we're not doing that anymore and we're not having that anymore and it's unacceptable it's not okay and it has to become that place because again I think that if we don't do that then people will continue to play in your life they will continue to play with your time play with your emotions because you are allowing them to do so and I have been guilty of it, you know, oh, I'll wait, you know, a call or email or whatever, and then, oh, I'm sorry, oh, I forgot, oh, my bad, oh, I fell asleep, oh, I did this, like, 50 million justifications and reasons, and okay, all right, fine, we'll try again, we'll see, and then again, here we go again, and it's like, So you don't value my time. You don't value me as a person. And I keep saying the value because, again, if indeed people are not, and it doesn't devalue me. It doesn't mean that I'm unimportant. It just means that I'm unimportant to that person. And that's okay. But for me to stay in a situation where I'm not important to them, when I've made them important to me, then that's not mutual and that's not okay. And so I say, if you're in a situation such as that, you're feeling that way and you have to do, you know, your checklist and stuff because things do happen, people do get busy, you know, life is what it is. But again, I was looking at this guy like, you know, three seconds out of your time, out of your day, you're saying that that person is unimportant. 
you got on your machine, well, I'll return your call as soon as possible or as soon as I can, and you never return a call. You act like you didn't even get the call. You just ignore the call or you ignore the email and you never follow up and you see the person, you never say anything about it. And you just think that that person forgot and that this person is supposed to keep reaching out to you. Oh, because you're supposed to be important, but the other person is not supposed to be important. So you're important and someone's supposed to chase you down and be beholden to you and listen to you and respect you and honor you and do all this stuff for you. But you won't relinquish that or give that to another human being, another individual, because you have decided their importance. Okay. That's fine. That's okay. But what you can't expect is for that to continue and for someone to continue to allow you to play in their lives and to play with their time and to play with their emotions. That's so unrealistic. And it's so it is. That's the word for the last few months is narcissistic. It's so narcissistic. And it's, you know, it's like, don't think of yourself more than you ought. Okay, shall any of us do that? Because I feel like ego has gotten the best of a lot of people. And human beings, you have, what is it? It's an organization, Humane Society. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some stipulations to how you treat people. And when a person takes onus of themselves, like, I'm not going to be treated like that care who you are I don't care who you are or who you think you are or who you say you are because ultimately God is going to judge each and every one of us and ultimately we're going to stand before a holy, just, righteous God, infallible and so for any person To demoralize, dehumanize, to dismiss, to ignore another human being when they haven't physically, verbally, emotionally harmed you purposely. It's really bizarre to me. So then that means that there's something a more underlining thing there. And it could be don't care or like I'm just a sign to hurt you. <laughs> That's my mission in life. That's my goal. And then you go to the individual. It's like, you know, we put so much and I'm speaking for myself put emphasis on people that shouldn't be there and we place them in places that they ought not be because 
if we didn't, then we wouldn't feel the way we feel or we wouldn't feel like, oh, we're unimportant to the person because we've made them important. We've placed them in a place. It was like, if I made you important, well, then I should be important. But I'm just thinking about just common courtesy and decency for a next person, whether in a relationship or not, whether in business or not, whether, you know what I'm saying, like the person in the grocery store, the person in the store, like it doesn't matter excuse me, pardon me, thank you, oh, I apologize, just common courtesy, just decency, and so I think that because you feel like, oh, no one, no one knows that you're that type of person, and no one knows that you're doing that, and you're not doing it to other people blatantly, or it's not enough people who have come together and say, you know, this is this person's MO, this is how they work, this is what they do, then you feel that it's okay. And it's not. And then you think that, I think for some people, like, you can just ignore people, and then if somebody's like, well, I'm not going to be ignored now, they're... They're, they're the crazy ones. Something is wrong with them because it's all about, you know, just let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. And eventually, yeah. But again, when you have people who know that they haven't wronged anybody and know they haven't done anything wrong, just to walk away and never call you on your behavior and never call you on your actions or never call you on how you treat them then you continue to go on and it'll be somebody else that you do that to and it's not okay and you know it's not it's like oh what goes around comes around because again when you're we we've seen it you know, people with their five minutes of fame or people who everybody paying homage to and loving on and everything like that. And, you know, you just start a day and then you owe news tomorrow. Nobody's checking on you. Nobody's calling on you. Nobody's seeing you. Nobody knows anything. And then those same people who you bypassed and ignored are coming up in your mind. Because again, God is a just God and he's a fear God. And so I say all of that to say we really have to be careful with how we treat people and how we we measure their value in our lives and how we wonder if they're important or not, whether they can do something for us or can't do anything for us or do for us what we want them to do for us or bow the way we want them to bow, or jump when we say jump, or do when we say do. And again, I'm always thinking about the conversation to have it. Because again, it could be clearly a misunderstanding. But if no one ever has the conversation, then the enemy is definitely playing on it. And then those who don't want the relationship who don't want things to happen will start throwing salt 
would start, you know, bickering and saying all kinds of things and putting stuff in your head and your ear, and then you're like, oh, wow, and then it just accumulates anger and hostility and malice and, and foolishness. And it continues and it continues and it continues until people are devoured by one another. So it's kind of like two types of relationships that I am speaking about on today. But the overarching is we draw the line and say enough. Enough of dismissing people and devaluing people and ignoring them and leaving people in limbo and enough of being devalued and being dismissed and being in limbo. It says choose this day And so, praying for the strength and the wisdom and the knowledge. Because we know God closes doors that no man can open and he opens doors that no man can close. And his will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that's what I submit to and I surrender to in regards to all my relationships. Because I find it funny that people say that you should know your worth. And we we establish resumes and we we have bios and we have all these things that we have accumulated over the years. And if somebody was to say or you have a skill set, or you have a gift, says a man is worth his hire. And you go for a job interview, and they're like, oh, we'll take you, but we're only going to pay you this. And you you'll sit there and negotiate. <clears throat> you'll sit there and be like, well, or you'll look and be like, oh, I'm not taking that job because, no, it's not enough money, or it's not enough this, or it's not enough that. And I know my worth. Or I'm going to hold out and I'm going to wait for something. Or even with a relationship, oh, no, I'm not going to date him. Or I'm not going to date her. Because I know my worth. So it's funny how they say we should know it. And then when you act on it, it's like, oh, you're doing the most. Who are you? Who do you think you are? And then be humble and don't be conceited and don't be all of these things that you're supposed to be in order to be appreciated for what it is that you do and what it is that you bring to the table and knowing that and whether someone wants to accept it or appreciate it, it doesn't make it less. I'm constantly thinking about the movie Aladdin when Princess Jasmine 
leaves the kingdom and she's in the marketplace. She was still a princess. Even though no one knew who she was, she still was a princess. Even though no one wanted to recognize her or could recognize her as a princess, she was still a princess. King David was anointed king before he got to the kingdom. He was still a king. And so just because people say stuff or treat you some kind of way, it doesn't mean that that's what it is. And we have to be reminded of that. We have to be reminded of that. You are valued. And so if they don't call, if they don't email, if they don't respond, or if they leave you hanging, it's okay. Because you draw the line. And eventually, you'll find yourself in the palace. Eventually, you'll find yourself on the throne. Eventually, You'll find yourself where you need to be. And then they'll see. And then we can be like Joseph. (laughs) What they meant for evil. What they meant to turn you bitter. What they meant to make you mad and upset and hostile and angry and banging on doors and kicking down doors and yelling and screaming and all that stuff. Or... You know, just quitting and forgetting. And you can say what you meant for evil. God has turned for my good. Because he had a plan the whole time. And the fact is, your rejection and your um, inability... to help to 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 cultivate to nurture to grow to assist to support actually propelled and promoted and so Yeah, the line has to be drawn. It has to be drawn. Imagine my face.